Welcome to Tab Talks, where I believe that talking is healing and listening is feeling. Creating my first ever podcast called Tab Talks. Talking is healing, right? Talking is healing. I believe that through talking, (laughs) because I love to talk a lot, that I actually gain some healings from sharing information, especially with my mates. So that's basically why I created this podcast. I want to talk with my friends about their journeys, the things they've learned, tell some stories about our life and just hopefully it might resonate with anyone listening out there. Because as much as talking is healing, so is listening. So here we go. Hello and welcome to another Tab Talks wait, episode. Can't wait. <laughs> I've got a very, very special guest on today. I'm special now, am I? <laughs> you are pretty <laughs> special. We've got the man, the myth, the legend. Hey, Daddy, Daddy G. G. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got this nickname actually from, by the way, Daddy G is my dad, Greg. Greggy. Hello. <laughs> and, um, I think it was some friends in college actually that named you Daddy G. Yeah, I think so. Because mm. you're a bit of a legend. Hey. And G is Hold gangster, on. right? I'll, I'll just lick my eyebrows. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so G, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure I was thinking about this today. You know, oh, she's such a G. I think that means such a gangster, but the coolest kind of person. Oh. Why do we think gangsters are cool? Anyway. Gangster school? Gangsters mm. are cool. Oh, I don't know. Because when you say, oh my gosh, they're such a G. Oh, that, that means that's what you mean, you're such a gangster. So that's Daddy G, that's why it was so good. Well, that's a little bit young for me, I'm afraid. <laughs> I always think gangsters as Bonnie and Clyde and people like that. <laughs> Bonnie yeah, and no. Clyde? <laughs> Get out your pistol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, we have got Greg, my dad Greg, on the poddy. And we're going to do things a little bit differently today because we're just going to have, well, we always have a chat, but... Yeah. I'm just going to ask you about, what was it that I said? The three biggest moments of your life and why. Oh, I don't think I've read that. That's probably <laughs> Didn't do the tricky. prep? Oh, gosh. Didn't read the brief? No, what brief? <laughs> yeah, yeah Dad, one, one sentence. Yeah. To be um, honest, no, you've been, you've, Dad's been in schools today. Um, yeah. One of his passion... Well, it's not even a passion project. It's a bit bigger than my passion project. But you, you can explain. What have you been doing today? Uh, no, we go. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I run this uh, charity called Retune, and we go into schools and teach year five. So that's like the nine and ten year olds about their mental well being, and we link it to creativity and music. So it's good fun. It's, it's great really fun, cute. and it gives me a bit of a purpose in life. So definitely, and music is a huge part of you, Daddy G, the brand. <laughs> yeah, since I, I, I was brought up with music around me, mum and uh, grand, grandma Marion and Pop uh, were both musicians. They met at the Royal Academy of Music and um, I've always had music around me, so I've, I've got a bit of that brush in me, I think, and I just love it. And I, I don't mm. think too hard about music, which is just lucky. 
I think. And um, in fact, he's very lucky, almost magic, I would say. Music um, is magic, as so my brother just, would yeah, say. Yeah, music is magic. And um, I have many conversations with uh, your brother Ben about the magic of music and the universe and stuff like that, but we won't go into that now, maybe. Well, but, um, it's beautiful. Well, yeah, actually, the whole family line loves music. I don't play any instruments, but obviously I dance, I roller skate, I've sang in musicals. Yeah. Ben is an amazing pianist, yeah. music creator. I was going to say, I think it's about creativity. It doesn't have to be music. It could be art, cooking, dancing, singing, poetry, whatever, all that stuff. Well, as you've said that word, creativity, I think that is what this episode actually should be about. Well, I shall try and create something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, creativity in general, but I really like the way... This is really important because it is a really big part of, of you and with the retune way mm. so would you like to explain about scales oh crikey this is nice i didn't think we were going to go down this route um, not that you've done it all day today <laughs> no it's all right it's fine um so it's really really simple model um what we think is that an awful lot of young people particularly um we go into all sorts of ages adults through down to sort of year five so nine and ten is about the youngest you can go if you're if you're doing music in a school, anything below that, and it's a bit of a jolly up, and they just dance around and don't really get it. <laughs> Still and, good. <laughs> and, and, and year six, the ones that are just about to go to big school are going, well, I'm just off to big school then. So they, But year, year five is perfect because uh, the kids get what we're talking about, and it's linked to, um, well, quite, quite simply, it's the strings on a guitar. If you play, If you play a chord on a guitar and it's perfectly in tune, it sounds nice. Right, the kids can hear that, and we ask them, say, Can you hear that? and they go, Yes, does it sound nice? They go, Yeah, it's nice. And then we will detune if any of you who are guitar players will know <laughs> what I mean. So we'll detune the bottom string, the E, the lowest string on a guitar, and we detune that. And it, and then you play the chord with just one string out of those six strings out of tune, and the whole guitar sounds out of tune. Mm. And then we say to them, Yeah, but these ones are all right, and we go, Bing. Bing, 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 bing. It's just this one. Bong. That's out of tune. All right. And then we say, so what do I have to do to tune that up? And they say, twist the knobbly thing, sir. So we (laughs) twist the knobbly thing and we tune up the string and they can hear the guitar slowly coming back into tune. So those other five strings perfectly in tune. And then we tune up the bottom one so the whole guitar sounds in tune again. But then this is the crux. We say, well, imagine each one of these strings was part of your life. So mm. the scales model, which is just a nice musical connotation, it is, a nice is sleep, which is everyone knows it's important for your well-being. Uh, creativity, that's our special. Not many people do creativity, but because we're musicians, Tom and I and Austin and people that work for us, they're all musicians. So creativity is really special for us. And then everyone does active, so going out and running around and doing stuff is good for you. And when you go for a run, not me, but if you go for a run, you don't necessarily always want to do it, but afterwards you actually feel better. Um, Then there's listen, and that's two things. So the listen string is listening to your body, eating the right stuff, trying to to look after yourself. And it's all right. We say it's all right. If you want a bit of chocolate, eat a bit of chocolate, but then maybe balance it out and have an apple or a bit of fruit or something. So listen to your body. Your body will normally tell you what's good for you. And listening is also about inspiration. So it's about reading. It's about 
getting podcasts and, and listening to music and getting stuff that's outside of your own head. So that's the important thing. Sometimes we're all really, really busy in our heads. So listen to other people. Earth, brilliant. Hugging trees, getting out in nature, walking on the beach, walking the dog, whatever, building dens, beautiful. Everyone likes nature. And pick up your litter on that. <laughs> Tell these yeah. kids that. And, oh, yeah, we pick up the litter. And then uh, the other S is social. And when we say social, it, we always say not social media. <laughs> and we, we ask the kids, how do you feel if someone's on the phone when they're talking to you? And they say, well, it feels like I don't matter. Mm. And we say exactly. So social is about building relationships and love. And it's about family, oh. siblings and stuff like that. I love that. So just to be clear, the word scales, each letter represents a of part of your life. Yeah, one of the strings of your life. Yeah. And so S was... Sleep. C was... Creativity. A was... Active. L. Listen. E. Earth. And S. Social. Social. Love that. Yeah, um, well, if you can tune up your strings, then you might sure. feel better than you might otherwise do. We're not saying it's a cure-all, but it's, no, but it's it a means, nice way of doing it. It's a super nice way of doing it, and it really means... I know you always talk so passionately about it because of your music history. Daddy yeah, G. Daddy G. The, the sax man. The sax man. Blues sax man, if you can find him on Instagram. <laughs> oh, no, don't. I don't, I don't do any of that social Dad, stuff. <laughs> do you remember when you... Um, <laughs> You created a, a secret Instagram because the bots were getting you. <laughs> Fred Smith. Fred Smith. <laughs> ben and I. Ben and I got. <laughs> you you immediately sussed me out. So dad, dad doesn't really do social media so much. Oh, You're no. a Facebook person, aren't you? But well, I'm very old. Now. On on Instagram, um, dad was called well, is called Blues Saxman. But then you know how you sometimes get those creepy bots that look at your page and they, they're they a oh, bit sexual yeah, orientated and a bit weird. Yeah. And dad was hating them. So he deactivated his Instagram and created an incognito account called <laughs> Fred Smith. <laughs> and then Ben oh. got a new follower called Fred Smith, follows one other person, followed me. I got a new follower, Fred Smith. Oh, who, <laughs> who does Fred Smith follow? Ben Camden. We thought you, you sussed me. <laughs> we got you straight away. You were like, "Oh, yeah, Dad's on the loose." It was about three minutes, I think, and then you yeah. worked it out. Yeah. And then we just told you sack off Fred Smith and go back to Blue Saxman. At least we know who you well, are. Well, I did, then. and then I lost all the contracts and followers that I did. Now <laughs> I've got about four. I think. No, no, I don't know. I don't really do it. And, no, uh, but that oh, that is funny. But um, but yeah, no, music's a massive part of your life, and I huge. I love that you are giving back to the little legends that are in schools and oh, it's a really lovely. nice thing to do and I'm glad we spoke about that. No, it's lovely, yeah. It's so, a nice thing to do. So we will come back on to creativity but what I wanted to ask you being yeah. my dad and dad and I have a really good relationship as you can probably tell. We, we do, do have a laugh, we talk about anything, yeah. all kinds of things that you wouldn't necessarily expect dads and daughters to speak about. <laughs> probably too much information at some times possibly yeah. on both sides Has happened. yeah on both sides yeah god yeah. but um you did what <laughs> you did what but no we get on really really well and dad my dad is one of the wisest most interesting people oh, i know I'm a bit shy now. and i love talking to you so who else better to have on but I'm going to just ask you a few questions. So oh question number one. Oh, God. What was 
the best moment of your life to date? That is difficult. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Just one for now. Uh, I've got to say, and I, you, I really haven't thought about this. <laughs> you didn't um, do the prep. I didn't do the prep, no. Um, he only got the prep probably about an hour ago, to be honest. When I was working, right? Um, <laughs> it's, it's got to be... I'm going to fly from the pants here. Uh, it is, uh, it's probably having children, I think. I had and, a feeling you might say that. Well, you probably wanted me to. No, I didn't, actually. I thought there was a few other options, but I'm glad that it was. No, the it would be having children, and it's the way that you have to suddenly mature and and you've got these little lives you've got to look after and there's this and it's beautiful in the start that you're not the children aren't big enough or mature enough to to love you back but you <laughs> unconditionally love your daughter and son you know obviously there's a gap in between thankfully so i could get <laughs> some sleep and you and me, uh, me, me and um your mum used to argue about how, how much sleep we'd get. And, and we're talking about, like, well, you got 20 minutes more sleep than me last night. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. But the 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 um, amazing feeling of love and care that you have for your children is just unbelievable. Anyone who's got children will, I hope, feel that. Uh, and then it sort of comes around again because you feel this unconditional love from your children back and you know when they, they sometimes have a little go at you and but it's because they feel safe in that unconditional love that they can do that and you get that sometimes it's a bit but generally <laughs> speaking it works and it's because you have this unconditional love and it's a beautiful thing yeah that's so so nice and i just remember just a memory that just came into my head then. Oh, no, here we go. No, it's not bad at all. It's a really nice one. What are you nice talking one. about, pickle pants? <laughs> pickle pants. No, it was just a nice one. I think I'd been through a breakup and I wasn't oh, living yeah. at home. I was living with my boyfriend at the time. And um, so we, yeah, we were just broken up and I was living with him at the time. And I hadn't really been speaking to your mum at the time either. I think we'd had a pretty bad my fallout. Mom. No, my mum. Oh, your mum. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wasn't speaking to the family at the time either. And I just remember a big old dark night of the soul moment. It all comes <laughs> crashing down. I'm crying. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I just called dad like, dad, what's happened? Where are you? Have you been attacked? And I was like, no, I haven't been attacked. I'm just very emotional. And then um, he said, Come home, I'll make you some parma ham and homemade chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just the perfect dinner, parma ham and homemade chips. Yeah. And that's what dads are for. You were always really good at that. I think there's... A, <laughs> well, there's Being a, a dad. There's always a protective thing, uh, whether it's a son or daughter. So there's a protective thing there. And um, several times throughout life, you cannot be there. I cannot be there to protect you. So... So sometimes, as your dad, I remember saying to you once, I said, oh, be careful as you walk in around there at night. And you had a right go at me. <laughs> and I actually did it out of love and my protective instinct for you. And you said, oh, wear what I like. And I walked where I like. And I went, ah. But, but actually, I get what you meant. But, but you at the time, I think you get it yeah, now, but yeah. at the time, you didn't understand where my protective nature was coming from. And I think most dads and mums yeah. have that for their kids. Yeah, well, I guess for a child, you feel restricted in that you're trying to cut my fun, whereas you're doing it from a protection and love point of view. Yes, but it doesn't come across like that always. Not when you're younger, no. no. And do you remember, uh, oh, I used to go to the under-17s disco at the oh. local... <laughs> 
club called H2O when I was Whoa. about 16. No, the place to go. 14. Oh, younger, yeah, 14. Yeah, because 16, yeah. I was long yeah. gone. <laughs> um, but dad, on purpose, used to drive all the way slowly past the queue of people waiting outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Dad, what are you doing? Why? And then to pick me up, of course, I ask, all right, Dad, yeah, we're coming out now. Just wait around the corner. Dad's there. Beep, beep, beep. Hiya, you all right? Yeah. At, <laughs> at least, the front door. <laughs> and I did, I did, I think I said a few times, I'm going to wear my pink shell suit and go, Tabby, hiya, <laughs> it's your father. I'm here. You know? And every time it's going, wait around the corner, try, I'll meet you. I thought, and I thought, no, <laughs> if I'm not getting sleep and I'm up at five in the morning and you want to pick it up at one or whatever, oh, yeah. you're going to be there on time. And that happened a couple of times. But say la vie. Say la vie. Oh, so it funny. Worked. Well, you got your It home. definitely, definitely did work, yeah. And you were always great at that and helping me with lifts and things like that. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So amazing. One of the best moments in your life was having children mm. because you can give the unconditional love and reciprocally feel it back eventually. Yeah, it doesn't happen straight away, but it sort of does. When when children first start getting sort of um, sentient, I suppose. I know they are. <laughs> Initially, they just they just need to eat and poo and, and, and <laughs> yeah. live and be alive and kept warm and stuff like that. But after a while, when they're little smiley things and, and they get humour and... And it's beautiful. It's just a lovely thing. And then as you get older and you, you have to learn rules that your parents set, rightly or wrongly, you try and set the right ones and then you've got to try and rebel. But I think, um, yeah, part of that first thing that you've asked me, if there's going to be more, I'm now struggling, but part of that first thing is the fact that you and Benjamin have grown up into what I would say are well-balanced human beings Aww. and I'm extremely impressed with the fact that you have both decided to give up alcohol which is one thing that I choose not to at the moment but there's probably a whole different <laughs> I argument I wonder why no, yeah but no there's a whole different argument around that but I choose not to and I actually do enjoy a beer but I am so pleased and the difference it's made to you and Ben's life Aww. is just unbelievable appreciate that thank you that's all right no really I mean appreciate it. it um and I guess with children it's more of a long-term investment. <laughs> you could call it that. Yeah, you think, oh, that will change in a few years, and it doesn't. It just <laughs> changes. It, it, it um, the, the, the worries change, and uh, the love is still the same, but the, it's different sorts of worries. It's, mm. it, it turns from just making sure you're safe and warm and fed and home at, time, at the right time and no one's nicked you or to, uh, you know, relationships and where are you living? Have you got enough money? Are you going to be okay? Mm. All those sort of worries. And uh, it's easy to dismiss those, um, but they're very, very real for your parents and that's because they love you. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that's so true. And we probably get it wrong loads and loads of times, but it's all meant from a position of love. And, uh, yeah. and I think you get to know that and understand it. And it, the weird thing is, because I've lost my mum and dad now, and mm. I miss them so much, and yeah. I would do anything to sit down again with my dad and my mum and just have conversations like you and I have now. Yeah, And I've had You're those so conversations. Lucky. I've had those conversations. With my dad, I used to speak to him about life and death. And, uh, yeah. And it was, it was beautiful. Well, yeah. So you is... have those conversations, and that yeah. we're lucky because we do. We are very lucky because yeah. we do. And I think I mentioned on the first podcast, I always thought that we only had those conversations when we drank. Oh, and we now, did. look at Start. us. No, no, so no. nice. Now you're sober, and 
I'm sort of sober. So yeah. <laughs> well, you're more sober around us, and then also. Well, I don't drink as much as I used to anyway, do I? Yeah, so yeah. then we all remember the lovely deep chats that we have, which is yeah. really, really nice. Well, absolutely. I think in the days when you were drinking and I was definitely drinking, um, we would have these lovely chats and then you probably wouldn't remember the intricacy and the depth of it and the and the feeling that was and the emotion yeah. that was part of those at the time. Now we're sober, you're definitely sober a year clear. It's yeah. unbelievable. That is unbelievable and I love right? it. I love it. And with Benj as well and totally different people. So now we have those conversations, we remember them. Yeah, it's, it's so thing. nice, isn't it? And yeah. that that was a big turning point for me because that was I think a little bit of the bit I was holding on to with mm. drinking is that oh but we do have good deep chats or I do have a really interesting date when I drink yeah. and actually it no, was not remember. real belief it yeah. was not real it was oh, just yeah. keeping me in that loop but anyway we but talk about no, alcohol but, no, I know you have but how many people do the same thing yeah and, and, and they go through their lives with living this thing and they think there's something missing and it's probably because they're not straight at the time being super present yeah being super present yeah, yeah definitely the other thing I wanted to bring up, similar question, but now you've said the best thing that happened to you. Yeah. What was the biggest life experience that happened to you? Oh my God. You know probably what this is. Yeah, I do. I'm not sure I want to go down this route, but it would have to be, uh, I'm going to mention it. Yeah, because it's I think worth it needs mentioning. To mention it. Well, I had, cancer, I had cancer a few years ago, and in fact, uh, Monday was the three-year anniversary of when I was diagnosed. No and, uh, way, of yeah, course it was. 21st of January, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, 21st of January, uh, 21. Yeah. I was, I was fully, In fully and final, yeah, and I knew it was coming along, but they actually said yes, you know, yeah. it, it was wow. the 21st. Um, and I had cancer and stuff like that. And you go through a period of time. I don't need to do the journey and all that stuff. No, that's no. Not, not important. I'm better now. I've been given all the all clear. But the, um, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Winning um, at life. So you are forced to, to deal with your mortality. And that, if you were going to say, what are the three most amazing things that happened to you in your life? Second or first kids I've done. But the second thing is being lucky enough and I'm sorry if this offends people and I don't mean to offend anyone at all but it's your truth it's, keep going it's my <laughs> truth yeah it is and it's it's real but you are forced to contemplate your own mortality and then you suddenly think bloody hell <laughs> wowza you know I might die here mm. and um that's not important to a lot of you people if you're all your people listening to this your age or younger or, or slightly older but it, it's really quite and not scary. It's not scary. It's just a reality check, and it's like getting a slap around the face with a wet kipper. <laughs> yeah. And it's get your ass shakes things up, doesn't it? Shake your life up, sunshine. And you have to. And I tried to remain positive all the way through my treatment. I think I did that pretty well. And I had some really scary, you know, breaking down in tears sometimes on my own with a shut shut and yeah. and really struggling with it. And at some very very dark moments. But generally speaking. It was a wake-up call, and it was mm. about enjoying life and the beauty of life and the magic of life and how lucky you are um, to, to yeah. have come through what I did. Um, I think in a similar way, Dad, what, what's just come in? Sorry to cut you off. That's all right. But it's about being super present again. Probably, yeah. I've not thought of it like that because I wouldn't. But, but, yeah, no, I think you're right. And it's, and it's, it's, a, it's being amazed 
at the beauty of life and the magic of life. And I can look out of my window sometimes and there's a bloody great big car park that they built <laughs> over my view of the trees. Angry and dad. Can, yeah, angry, angry dad moment. Uh, and I can still see a bit of the trees left and the sun might be coming up behind the grey clouds and the wind's blowing and the rain's blowing. And I can still look out on that and think, what a lovely, how lovely yeah. it is to be alive and, and uh, just to be in the present and think in that moment. So I'm not thinking of anything else, but I'm alive. I'm actually alive and I feel pretty good. Yeah. And how much strength you had to have to go through that treatment process because luckily dad was told very early doors that he would be okay if he took part in all of the treatment that was offered. So you did have that good prognosis at the start, which does help with getting through it. But you did it, you know, the inner strength it took. Gosh, I, I was witness to... To the whole thing. Yeah, I yeah. It was pretty impressive. It's pretty savage, the treatment. Oh, it is, yeah. I'm undecided if if I would ever choose to go through that myself. What other option is there? Exactly. It depends on the situation, doesn't it? But it was pretty savage. You did amazingly well and it was really with with a bit of help from me and from many other people. But the saddest part of it was at the beginning, because the type of cancer that dad had was head and neck cancer, they were thinking they might have to take out part of your tongue. And you, therefore, would not have been able to play saxophone, which is wild. You were not really bothered about anything else. That was the bit for you that was just horrendous. And then, luckily enough, two years later, I'm hosting a roller disco in Ibiza. My dad comes out to play saxophone epically at my roller disco event. It was just such a life moment for me. I was just so happy. Good fun, yeah. You're playing, he's playing just as amazing as ever, completely freestyle from the heart, as you always have done. And wow, what a gift. Absolutely. Even more of a gift now, I guess. Oh, totally, yeah. There's nothing better for me than music. Obviously, there's love and there's friends and family and and stuff like that and and they're beautiful things but a special a real special is music uh, and for other people it might be their art or maybe making a pot or <laughs> writing a story yeah. or or whatever but but for me music is just a beautiful thing and i think there's so many people love music so mm. many people and but I've, i remember saying to you when you dance give a little bit of yourself yeah to that dance and i've said to ben when you're playing give a bit of yourself to that audience because I don't know how it works, and you don't have to be the best player in the world, no, and I certainly no, am no. not. But if you if you give it a bit of your feeling and, and the love inside yourself, it, how it moves, you can see it, you can hear it. I've said this so many times. People yeah. go, if they listen to this, they go, oh god, he's no, going they on. don't. But people you, love you it. can see an you can see an artist dancing or playing music or 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 ballet or whatever, and you can hear it. That's yeah. what it is. That's the physical sort of stuff. But if you can feel it. It's a different level. And I don't know how that works, but it's a magic. And, yes. And if someone is playing with feeling or dancing with feeling or writing poetry with feeling or painting a picture, I, that, yeah. sorry, we're sitting in front of a picture now and I <laughs> yeah. love it. But who, uh, uh, um, the lady who painted that painted it with emotion when she did it. And, yes. and that comes out, that jumps out on me. Maybe not to everyone, but to me, that jumps out. So I'm feeling the yeah. emotion that that lady put into that picture. And that is vital. Anything yeah. you're doing artistically, give it, do it, give your best, give yourself to it. Yeah. And it will come across. This your soul resonates with the energy that person's soul put into the picture. 
something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like attracts like, though, isn't it? And whatever. I think so, yeah. I always have been told the things you like in other others are reflected back to you. So, I think so, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. But, um, it, yeah, and I, when you talk about music like that, giving a bit of yourself, we, we've both watched the Disney film Soul, right? Oh, yeah. Where they get in the oh. zone and they're meditating almost yeah. in the zone from playing the music. And you've said yeah. that you, you have that, don't you, when you play oh, at the weddings? Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I think I have told you this before, but there's certain times, and it's not, it's not every time at all, it's just every now and then you can be playing, generally speaking, it's live music with a band. Not not when I'm doing the weddings and the disco stuff and stuff like that. And sometimes it happens a bit there and there's a special moment and you hit the zone. But if you're playing live music with other musicians that are all feeling it, all giving their emotion, it all sort of slows down and you look round and go, and, This is amazing. And, and someone looks back <laughs> at you and, and it's just this knowing look and feel with those musicians and you can play with other musicians sometimes and they're very good and I'm not knocking anyone and it's yeah you're doing a great job da, da, da. but occasionally you get this moment yeah and it's just well, I keep using the word magic but it is magic yeah. and and there will be I, I could introduce you to people who say oh yeah yeah that was a good night or that was brilliant that one and it's just some sort of beautiful everyone's on the same vibration or whatever it is yeah. the same, same energy as you were talking about so. well we've we've spoken about this before because i think it's similar when people go to a club obviously ibiza is clubbing capital of the world yeah. and i love a night called Glitterbox, which is, is that a bit like the disco i used to go down the local village hall yeah exactly like okay, that. that's it. <laughs> no it's um <laughs> it's a it's a club night in ibiza it's disco house Lots of creatives perform there. You've got drag drag queens, you've got dancers, you've got all, all different types of diversities and people performing mm. as creative individuals. Yeah. And my housemate Ellie, I, I told you this before, one time she was doing her set and she was dancing so much from the soul. Yeah. The music the DJ was playing was so much from his or her soul. And the music combined with Ellie's dancing made this kind of crazy frequency of energy that just hit me in the face yeah, and yeah. I was just in awe. I was like, oh yeah. my God, this is amazing. Yeah. I can feel, I could physically feel the vibration or I, I don't was, know what it is, the energy from I th- I the performance. I think it's definitely something with vibration. And yeah. I, and then, you know, I talk, amazing. You know, we talk about energy in the universe. and but We love the universe. convinced <laughs> music is something on this universal sort of plane, but that's another conversation. Yeah, no, I think but it I, is. I think you're right. Sometimes everything hits the right vibration and it sort of moves you. It's and the combo. I, I, I don't know what, some, it'll move people differently as well. So some people might feel sad, happy, elated, uh, whatever. Mm. They might feel these different things because the the vibration of everything and the but music definitely has that yeah definitely does and uh, for me it was the combo of the music is going through ellie's ears into her body and she's transmitting the energy of music through her dance moves and i'm witnessing centuries isn't it yeah yeah of course you know um you know, just uh, for the earliest music's uh, came from rhythm and, and dance in Africa. Yeah, yeah. As far as we know. Yeah. As far as I'm yeah. aware and what I've been taught. Uh, and and they, you get in almost trance-like situations through the beat and the, the humming and the, the, the yeah. singing or whatever. So it's, it's amazing stuff. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. It's almost a physical manifestation of something we can't see. Wow. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> 
But then if you... I think it's been said before, but right. Yeah, yeah. but that is what dance is, isn't it? It's, yes, it's, definitely. Yeah. It's creating a well, physical image. Well, it's not when image. I do it. <laughs> You've got a few moves. I've hey. seen Daddy G. Well, I did that silent disco for you that time. That was a lot. The silent yeah. disco, yeah, it was yeah. great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember, sorry, going back to the old, the big C. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying afterwards, actually, even maybe during, before it got really bad, this is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And I think that's really important that it needs to be shared. Why? Why do you think it was one of the best things that ever happened? Well, it's going back to sort of what I said earlier on. So you, you're forced to confront your own mortality and then you suddenly realise that the things that you have stressed and worried about and been close to some very heavy mental breakdowns over just aren't important. They're, there's just the things that are important in life and it really is the simple stuff. It's love, it's friendship, it's music, of course, I would say. Uh, weirdly food for me and I couldn't eat for like a year and a half and that was and, a big one for you I had you. a big old thing through my tummy to feed me and all that and I still can't taste quite the same as I used to but so food what happens so explain a little bit so during some of the treatment you lose your taste don't you your taste buds I, I lost the ability to swallow and you lost taste. the ability to eat yeah. in general and but create saliva and stuff like yeah. that and, the, and you lose your taste buds and they that get, was hard because of course it is I'm a foodie I was, a, I was five stone heavier you were a foodie little fatty I was five stone heavier I was a little fatty <laughs> a little musical sax playing fatty <laughs> <laughs> you were though Benny I the was, Bull I was Benny the Bull yeah Benny the Bull and then uh, uh, so in a way the cancer uh, I lost weight there's no way I couldn't lose weight it was a and crash you, diet wasn't it well, unfortunately it, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah sadly but I mean well no I say sadly, I'm pleased that you helped me lose that weight. But when you lose all that fat, you're out of casing, as Ben puts it. You lose your out of casing, but then if you're not getting the right nutrients, you start eating muscle. And I got very weak, and I was, yeah. you know, I was 10 stone. You were stone. not looking good. Sticks. Sticks and stones, or sticks yeah. and bones. Yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but it, it's good. But so food is a, another one. Music, I've said, uh, love, you know, relationships, you know, I'm not going to say the word sex, but ha having <laughs> having physical relations with, with someone you love is beautiful. Uh, so these are beautiful things. Children, talking, having good conversation, not drunken conversation, good conversation. And do you think that... And, the, and, the, and sorry, and nature. And, yeah. And, and in, you know, when it's chucking it down with rain, actually going... Actually, this is really nice, you know. But do you think that you appreciated those things before, but now you just have more presence with them? Or do you think that actually you didn't really appreciate them as much before? Uh, I think I probably always appreciated them, but they were clouded by all the things that you thought were important. Right. So when you drop all the things that you think were important that aren't, yeah. and I'm, I promise anyone listening to this, there's millions of things out there that you think are important that aren't. They're Just not. get rid of them. Get Stress, rid of them. fear, yeah, worry, all anxiety. That, yeah. Love is much better. Don't hate anyone or anything. Just, <laughs> if, if you hate someone, just get, get a movement out of your life. And, yeah. and just do this love stuff and the kindness and be kind to people, you know. Try yeah. and be kind to people. And, and, and <laughs> Could I just interject? little things. Because after, you always are very smiley, happy 
Jolly Greg. Yeah. But after you had the cancer treatment, I think you were in remission and we had Christmas and we all went for a Christmas Boxing Day walk, me, you and Ben. And you said hello to every single person that passed you. Yeah. And it was cute. But Ben and I were almost cringing and dying inside, but at yeah. the same time, like, full of, like, absolute, like, oh, you're the cutest person but ever. How, how nice would it be if everyone, <laughs> as, you know, sometimes... Hello there. Hello. Good morning. Yeah, right, good Hello. Morning. How Happy you Christmas. What a lovely day today. <laughs> Every yeah. second of the walk. Yeah, and it's a bit weird, as you say. It's a bit weird because <laughs> we not. don't do it. Hold on a second. But we don't do it. But you come back to London. You live in a lovely island of Ibiza, right? And I've been there once and it was beautiful and I didn't really see it all. But you come back to London and you get this funny little vibe and you sort of smile yeah. at people as you walk along. And people have got their miserable London grey faces on and they're all dressed in black and blah 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 that's a generalisation of course it is but it is some very people true love it some people love London cosmopolitan one of the best cities to live in the world if you like it but there's this sort of lack of personal sort of totally niceness and love that seems to be there and I think that's possibly a fairly general thing in western society yeah and as much as me and ben laughed that walk it was actually so lovely because people were just brightening you were brightening their day and they were a bit shocked they were oh yeah. god but yeah. you were just of course i'm gonna say hello to everyone it's boxing day yeah. it's a lovely morning and i want a lovely walk did i ever tell you about <laughs> the time i sat on the bench over by waitrose <gasps> you've told me once recently but please tell everyone oh listening. no I, I decided to do something on the back of that so yes it was that was about it. two years ago so i was pretty ill at the time and uh, i sort of strolled across to the shop and i sat down on the bench and, I, and there was this thing they said open me <laughs> this is for you and it was an envelope, and a brown envelope, and I thought, hmm, brown envelope, I wonder what's in there. So I opened it up, and there was a card in there. I've got a picture of it somewhere. I won't be able Aww. to find it now. And it said, yeah, this is for you. I just thought I'd send this to you um, and wish you a really happy and lovely day, and I thought it might brighten your world. And I was Aww. ill, and I was really not very well at the time. In the middle of treatment. And, uh, yeah, I didn't imagine it because I got a photograph of it. And it was such a nice thing to do, such a kind thing for someone to do. And they didn't need to do it, but they'd bothered to do it. And so I put it back in the thing and left it where it was for the next person. For someone else, yeah, Yeah. love that. And it's nice, it's a good thing to do. So there's some lovely people out there. And then didn't you do that recently, though, for someone? I did it for someone else, yeah. I just thought, I I don't know why, it just suddenly took me, I'm going to go and do that. And I did Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know where it's gone now. (laughs) Someone probably used it to write their fire with or something. (laughs) Keeping them warm, at least. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And my next question, maybe we've already answered it, but what was the most difficult thing in your life? Difficult time? Mm. Is it the cancer or is it other combos? Uh, I think it's a combo of stuff. I think um, before I had the, I think you use the word epiphany a lot, but before (laughs) I had that cancer moment where life is always going to be good for me no matter what life chucks at me now it's going to be good Love that. so before that i think uh i had an awful lot of stress in my life twice in my life it's a couple of times i'm not going to go into details about them but to the point where i possibly wouldn't have been here anymore yeah so that much depression and actually rather than driving into a concrete truck at 90 miles an hour i pulled over and i broke down and i managed to deal with it myself uh which is i'm not saying anyone should do that but Maybe that was the time of yeah, that the, was the, the world. Now, there's people out there you can talk to people, you can get help, but you can't always see that. There's always a way out. There's there is, and and life is wonderful. 
And yeah. I've been through some stuff. And I got uh, divorced from your mum. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I love your mum to death. We were a great team. We got beautiful children. It was tough, though. Uh, and, and I get on really well with your mum now. That was a really tricky time for me. Blimey, it's all sort of... Quite a lot of bits came all along at once, but 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 coming through the other side of it, I am just so much more happy. And yeah, life, life is beautiful, and enjoying every minute, in you, every minute. You can really, really tell that you are so much happier from the inside out. Definitely. And I always talk about this on my podcast: is it the outside that creates our inside reality, or is it the inside that creates our outside reality? I think it's got to come from inside. That's what everyone seems to have said, yeah. and I meditated on that, and I would agree. <laughs> but it's you had a rough couple of years, really. Like you had, um, oh, I'm losing my parents. That divorced, awful. lost awful. both your parents. Mm. Then you got cancer, yeah. and it was COVID. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was just pretty, yeah. <laughs> it was just pretty put intense. In, put those in the mix. But then again, I've got some friends that are seriously ill, and I, I lost a, a Graham, my old friend. He, yeah. he, he died from motor neurone disease, which is a Appalling. Yeah, I've got uh, one of my best friends. I shared a flat with him when I was nineteen. Uh, ben, who's got multiple sclerosis, and he's had that for years, yeah. decades, decades, and and he continues. And uh, and and people with Parkinson's and stuff like that. These are progressive illnesses. What mine was was pretty tough, but it was over. Yeah, and it was you've dealt with that. I can give you the all clear. Right, it took a while to get that. Yeah, you waiting and waiting and waiting, but yeah. you get the all clear. These some of these. Friends of mine won't get the all clear. They know mm. they've got terminal illnesses, but they're not quick. They take years and years and years, and, and that's a toughie. That's a different kind of inner strength, like we spoke about totally. at the beginning, because you had that golden light at the end or green light at the end yeah. of the tunnel, yeah. whereas that is way more tough and tough on the old mental stability there. Oh, but yeah. I guess, like you said at the beginning, you just got to find a way, haven't you? Yeah. But if you had the choice now... To turn back the clock and erase all of those difficult times from your life, would you? No. No way. No. Love that. Because it's part of what makes you you. I didn't know you. that question was coming along, but I, I didn't. answer it quickly, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah. And you didn't know. No, I wouldn't, no, because uh, because that that change was so profound for me. That, yeah. That, that, that having gone through... Uh, well, the, the cancer mainly, but it probably was a lot of the other things as the well, combo, which were tough. But the the cancer bit, and then thinking you might die, and saying, "Well, phew, you know, what's next?" sort of thing, and then being told, "No, we think we've beaten it. You're all right. You know, it's going to take a while to get back to your full fitness. It might take a few years to get your taste buds back and swallow and that." But no, brilliant. And uh, and then finding you. finding love with relationships say, is so beautiful. I was just going to say, because I always... Oh, change is the only constant in life, right? And things are always changing. Yep. Positive, negative, people like to say good and bad. I don't believe in that because I believe it's all part of what creates you. Yeah. The, the darkness and the light and everything. So if you hadn't been through all of those things... You would be a different person, and if you were a different person, you may not have attracted your lovely current partner. No, indeed. So it just shows, it's just, it all, it always works out in the end. Well, what else is life about apart from learning? You know, yeah, go, that's go what, around, that's yeah. my phrase. That's what life's about, to learn things. Yeah. I heard FKA Twigs, I don't know if you know her, yeah. um, she said something on a podcast about that. She said, I just love learning things. She learns new mm. skills all the time, and she's really good at everything mm. she learns. And I really embody that. I just think you've got to learn stuff. And if you're not learning, you're not, you're not growing. 
Uh, well, so what's the what's the third thing I've got? Is there a third? That question? was three. Hey. That was three. It was the best moment was... of your life. Oh yeah, what are the three best moments in life? I've only done two. I know, but we did three questions instead. Well, I've got a final one. Well, no, I've done it. This is the end. I'm no, trying to wrap this up. More. You've got to do one more. You've got to do one more. <laughs> I did you it. Like so it. I did what is the best thing that ever happened to you? Yeah. Us, the kids. Yeah. What is the most life-changing moment? Yeah. The big C. Yeah. And then I did what's been the most difficult moment. Oh, yeah. And right. And so, so done it. one more. There's one more. I don't have one more, Dad, in the tank. Yeah. What's the best moment? Next. You've got <laughs> oh, you've, me. Have you got, got one? Me. Ask me the question. <laughs> okay. yeah. Dad, what is your third most best moment of your life? The rest of my life. Away, but I'm sure. <laughs> Kaboom. Because, Never to be forgotten. Because, you know, I'm, I'm of a certain age now. I'm not going to say it on here. <laughs> but if I've got 15 healthy, good years left, that means I've got 15 springs, summers, autumns and winters. And if you don't do it, you never will. So get on and do it. And if anyone was ever to ask me, oh, should I do that? I'd go do it. Yeah, you've done no, that with me actually I have done it with you and I'll take it with Ben you know don't keep thinking about it and talking about it go and bloody do it yeah I love that alright it's no, marvellous life is good I love that for a last oh, I love best... you oh I love you too <laughs> but um okay we're going to wrap it up there wrap it up there thank you it's for being... a wrap it's a wrap thank you so much for sharing your wise wisdom that I am lucky enough to get to listen to when we choose to speak <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, really, really appreciate it. That's all right. Big love. See you Thanks. next time. Bye. Bye. If you want to see more of what I'm up to, please give me a follow on Instagram at Tabitha Camben. Thank you so much for listening today. I super enjoy recording these podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, please hit that follow or like or subscribe button for Tab Talks podcasts.